How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. It is a solo monkey today. Happy Monday. No Dusty. Danny and Rusty today. Uh, well, Dusty had a great gambling weekend, and he had to check himself into rehab because of Coke. <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to say that? Or or maybe he's got a sick kid at home. <laughs> sick kid. That's what we're calling cocaine these days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know how Dusty's weekend was, Rust. How was yours? Hey, not bad. Yeah? Not bad. Yeah, I, I too, am, have... have well, I I shouldn't say I too. I have now finally rebounded from another our sick kid of our own. That's why I was out Friday. Oh, I thought you said you too were were riding the uh, the cocaine trail. Oh no, trust me. If me and the China White were best friends, mm. I would be a lot thinner. I know, right? Every time I, you know you, you hear about somebody being accused of being a cokehead, and I'm like, have yeah. you seen that person? Yeah, no. I'm a, I'm a but then again, be- between you, me, and Dusty, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> who's the skinny of us? Yeah. I'm a bit too beefy for that. <sighs> All, you see, what they need to do is, like, we've, we've chemically altered enough drugs at this point in time. Why haven't we been able to chemically alter them enough to where you could still do coke and be fat? Ooh. Well, I mean, John Belushi gave it his best shot. Right? Yeah. Did, wasn't and Candy, what happened too? to him. Well, isn't that what got Candy? I Well, I think with Candy, it was just a lot Everything, of yeah. morbid obesity. Yeah, that'll happen. But, yeah. Farley was, Farley was speedballs, right? Uh, it, I'm sure with Farley, it was a whole bunch of things. Yeah. 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 yeah, you don't you don't you don't see the old uh, yayo on the on the big guys all too often. No, not often. Yeah, because it's well, I mean, it's for a reason. You hit that stuff too much, and it gets you. So you're just saying you just need to hit just the right amount. Well, <laughs> <laughs> PSA, kids. <laughs> Mon- too, monitor too, your coke intake. <laughs> too little. Ah. <laughs> too much. Ah. All right, here we are. It's twelve oh four, and we are off the rails. You gotta gotta, gotta find this, the, the Goldilocks of cocaine consumption. <laughs> Speaking of cocaine, bear comes out in like two weeks. Oh wow! I'm still trying to find a way to get myself on the red carpet for that one. <laughs> still, still trying to finagle that one. I told my wife, I'm like, if I could get us on the red carpet for a movie, would you do it? She's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, what about if it was Cocaine Bear? <laughs> and she just looked at me blankly, like, you. Son of a bitch. I'm like, ah, huh? right? Huh? <laughs> Just saying, I know some people who work on the movie. You know? See, I, I might try to wriggle my way onto a, like a, uh, you know, if it were a Nick Cage flick or something. Sure. Absolutely. That's one I would yeah. aim for. I bet you that's a weird red carpet experience. What, I bet. What, 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 is that like, would be your like dream red carpet experience? I mean, are we going dream or like fun times? <laughs> they could be both. <laughs> well, because dream would be like a Star Wars flick. Oh. You know what I mean? For like me, tri- triple A, like billions of dollars spent yeah, type of deal. Exactly. Hmm. But yeah, if we're just going like for good times, it'd be like, yeah, let's get up there for a Nick Cage flick. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that could either go really well or really poorly, which yeah. kind of, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, then you know, it, it, here for a good time, not for a long time. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> know if it would entirely be a good. Like, have you seen like actual Nick Cage interviews? Like long form, like it is cuckoo. Yeah, he's he's a bit bananas. There is one that he did. It was like other castmates. You know, it was one of those press junkets or whatever it was. 
And like everybody's just kind of talking about different things. And one of them starts like talking about Cage. And I can't remember what it was, but he starts going off on this like five minute soliloquy of, of like the most randomly insane things you've ever heard in your entire life. And his castmates are sitting there looking at them, all of them with their jaws on the floor. Yeah. Like, you weren't supposed to let that much crazy out of the bag, Nick. <laughs> like, everybody knows you're a little crazy. Yeah. You're not supposed to show that much. Well, see, and then you, you got you got the Nick Cage crazy, which is a different brand from the Tom Cruise crazy. Like, that one is kind of Scientology-fueled, jumping on Oprah's couch. Yeah. It's it's a different But he also has the brand. need for speed. Yeah. Yes, he does, which might be what fuels the I Nick was Cage say, crazy. Huh? Huh? You know, I think it's... it's, it's that can be taken in and out of context, and I think you're right in both senses. Yeah. Did you know he's actually a pilot? I wouldn't be. I did not know that, but it does not surprise me. The the P fifty one that is flying in the new Top Gun that is actually his. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Man, he's nuts. Yeah. 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 Well, for a second there, I thought you were talking Nick Cage still, but no, it no, no, doesn't Cruz. surprise yeah, me no, Cruz either. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's one of those where if I liken it kind of to my dad, where. My dad's one of those guys. He's he's a Mister Fix It, and if he can do it on his own, he will do it. And if he needs a tool to do it, he's not going to go to the Home Depot and rent it. Renaissance it man. Back. He will go and he will buy it, and he will buy the hell out of it and buy like the nicest one, right? <laughs> so that to me kind of seems like a Tom Cruise type thing. Like if I'm going to pretend that I'm a jet pilot, I'm going to be a damn An jet pilot. pilot. Yeah. They uh, the what is it? The Mission Impossible series. They had the one with uh, Henry Cable. Mm-hmm. They have a scene where they're like flying. In helicopters, like, yeah. right off the the face of the earth yeah. at high speeds. And it's, like, him actually, like, hanging out of the helicopter. Yes. That man is nuts when no. he, when it comes to doing his own stunts. Uh, he's, like, 60-something now. I, right about there, yeah. But, I mean, so, so that movie he was in is, like, mid-50s? Uh, easy, yeah. You start thinking about that, I'm like, nah, I'm good. But then again, cocaine. Yeah, Tom Cruise will turn 61 in July. Yeah, there you go. Full circle. Everything uh, comes back to cocaine. That's which, what I come by back the to. way, I have to call BS on his movie, Born on the Fourth of July, because he was born on July third. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> I am not. July third, nineteen sixty-two. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I guess born on the third of July doesn't really have the same ring to it, does it? I mean, that if you're going to Hollywood something up, going over that might yeah. be the least halt thing that Hollywood has ever Hollywood yeah, done. Just fudging it by a day, by, like, and I bet you he's like born on July third at like eleven thirty at night. Probably right. <laughs> God. Well, how was your your football weekend and uh, the last consecutive football weekend? Because obviously we have next weekend off for I know, the bye week. It's depressing. Yeah, it really is. Because you're like, okay, we got Pro Bowl stuff, and blah, and then we got one more game until. Why did you, you know, even mention that? Because I was I completely disregarding it every <laughs> single step of the way. Well, they're not actually going to do like football this no, year. No, they're right? not actually playing. They're they're, yeah. they're like playing flag football, and they're like, like having golf and stuff. Golf, and, honestly. Yeah. Give me a video camera, but multiple cameras on the courses, yeah. playing skins, open gambling. Hey, that sounds good to me. Liquor them up and have. Let me watch professional athletes, the very good golfers and the very bad golfers yeah. that are in those mixes. Well, add alcohol and gambling. And to let lead, me watch. To lead into the liquored up part, I was going to suggest like the uh, axe throwing, like at the local taverns and such. Get them all liquored up and do some axe throwing. Oh God! Very large humans throwing very small axes. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm I'm in. That's always been one that's kind of boggled my mind. Is in terms of a business model, is it's do we really think it's a good idea idea to give people booze and then like a very heavy sharp object? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> if if anything, I feel like axe throwing is one of those things that has stood the test of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean think about it. Well, like, no, absolutely. But I'm just like it's a, very, it's a very Vikinger thing in the sense of like let's get boozed up in the longhouse and then let's go settle this in the yard and everybody is okay afterwards. But those establishments, their their insurance premiums must be like you know through the roof. I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. Or, or they just kind of uh, call it a wash and you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to have some casualties. Yeah, you know, it, it is what it is, and we'll deal with the police as they come. I wonder, has there been an axe-throwing murder? I mean, just because we haven't heard of one doesn't mean there hasn't been. I'm literally going to Google axe-throwing murder. Hmm. 
The first thing that pops up is woman dodges death in axe throwing accident, but that's from 2019. Okay, I feel like that's a, I feel like that's at the early end of the axe throwing bar movement. So yeah. you know, on a similar note too, this texture wonders how much to insure a Tom Cruise action movie. Oh, like, I mean, you're insuring like a sixty-year-old as opposed to a twenty-year-old. Like, are we? Be, are oh. they insuring? Are they insuring him on his own? Like, does he ca- have oh, to come I, up with his own insurance? Oh yeah, I guarantee. As opposed does. to the rest of the production. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that age, the, the the things that could happen to you, yeah, it feels like there's just no way. Well, there was one of them where I think it was again a Mission Impossible movie where, uh, and again, uh, I think one of the more underrated franchises. They're all highly entertaining in my. Mind. Oh God, there's not a bad one. Well, that's not true. Mission Impossible Two sucked. Yeah, uh, the rest of them were all very good. Yes, uh, it was one of the 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 most recent. I don't know if it was just this last one, uh, but where uh, jumping onto the building and he actually broke his ankle. On the jump, and that's the cut that made the film because he broke his ankle and got up and he finished the scene with a broken ankle, and that was. And then, re- it's regardless, in the movie. Of, that's the regardless cut that made the if movie. the scene sucked or not, they were going to go with that because yeah, they could sell that right. But yeah, and he got up and, and it, he just went on like nothing happened, and he finished the finished the shot, mm. and that's what made the cut of the movie. You see the one with the one where they're in uh, Dubai and he's climbing on the outside of the building. Mm-hmm. I don't get bothered by stuff in movies ever right like the suspense the thriller like being up high uh-huh. that one made me crap my pants see for me it's not in terms of movies and being uncomfortable it's not necessarily the up high stuff mm-hmm. i have a problem with like um uh, submarine movies i get very claustrophobic oh, i can see that like that have you ever actually been in a sub no no well not, not, outside not... of the finding nemo ride at disneyland so not not the <laughs> one they had at omsi forever uh no okay nope um for people like us they suck yeah yeah, I mean, I, when 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 they say that they're cramped and they're tight, yeah, it's no joke. Yep, it is. It isn't like I when I when I enlisted, I originally went in um, before I signed my paperwork. I went to Army first, then I went to the Marines. I did not go to the Navy because I did not want to be mm-hmm. um, in the the ship world. Uh, but in talking to the Marines, like, well, you might be attached to the Navy, you know, because we are a branch of the Navy. Da, 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 and I was like. I'm good. <laughs> good. I've had people like peace you know, out. Like you know, you know, you worked in a specialized career field. You ever think about like doing like seals or something like that? I'm like number one, my body was too broken by then even to consider it. Mm-hmm. Number two, no <laughs> submarines and ships. No, like I love the water, but the whole idea of being stuck on a floating city with five thousand dudes. Yeah. It's the it's, suck factor is so high, and then you do that, but then you make it smaller, right? And less sunlight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just it gets Hard me the GBs just thinking about it. But think, respect to all the guys out there that were, that are submariners. Like, yeah, those guys. Every single one. Thank of you was, for your service. They're weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I love I them all. They are all weird. Even for military n- men, I've never <laughs> met a submariner who is not weird as hell. And I hopefully our text line is like lights up with former submarine guys who are just like. Yeah, I'm weird. Well, this one says, yeah, I'd be uncomfortable in a small space with Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, he's quite literally too big to be on sub. Yeah. He's, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's a large man. Yeah, and the, those, those, those doors in and while between... we're talking about bananas, that dude is bananas. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. that's no, he's, he's, a, he's a couple peels short. There's no doubt about that. Um, wow, we've covered everything so far here uh, without talking about what was um, a good football weekend. Not great. Good. Yeah. Had one really good game. One we had one abs- really good game, but maddening. Absolute ass kicking. Yes. Um. Obviously, the the Eagles and 49ers was a game that you could turn off relatively quickly. Yeah, that was a whooping. Uh, I know most 49ers fans that are still out there licking their wounds don't want to talk about it. Sorry, we're gonna talk about it and how bad it was. It's unfortunate that it had to go that way. Like due to an injury. Yeah, well, yeah. how much of it was just the injury? <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. Um, and then uh, Mahomes uh, gets one up on Burrow. It's uh, certainly a lot to break down on multiple levels for both teams for both games. And then uh, we'll we'll dance a little bit into the future, looking ahead at the uh, Super Bowl two weeks away. Uh, but we have two weeks to talk about that, so we aren't going to spend a whole lot of time into that. The Portland Trailblazers uh, got out to an absolutely horrid start against what? the Toronto Raptors. Hey, look at that. Bad starts. That never happens. Yeah, no. It's not like they have the sixth worst net, net rating in the first quarter in the NBA this year. Is that bad? Oh, yeah. Not good, Bob. Uh, they also take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight, and we are, what, uh, today's the 30th? 30th, so we are 11 days? 
something like that. 11 days from the NBA trade deadline? Yeah. Technically. Next Thursday. Thursday, right? Thursday, I believe, at noon our time. Gotcha. Which would be good because that was when our show starts. Right, yeah. We'll have a bunch of fodder on Thursday next week, won't we? Yeah, everything will be, the last little bits of deals will be coming in uh, down the stretch line there. Uh, but where we've got to start today is the uh, NFC Championship game, the Philadelphia Eagles absolutely dismantled the San Francisco 49ers. What went wrong for the 49ers? What went right for the Eagles? Uh, we'll dive into that next here on Danny and Dusty. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast danny and dusty on the fan It's a metal Monday here on Danny and Dusty, and yeah, I'm gonna let the metal play a little bit longer because I love this freaking song. I love some morning trivia. Are you kidding me? That's how I get my day started. Everybody's like, "Do you really listen to this?" Yes, yes, this is what I listen to. But when I come in, I'm not listening to a podcast. This is what I'm listening to. And when I leave, and I'm stuck in traffic for an hour, and I want to strangle somebody, this is what I listen to. So there you go. See, I'm just a sport tech. My way in and my way home, I'm still got it on the station. I, I listen to the guys on the way home too. Yeah. But uh, if I know that I'm going to be stuck in traffic, traffic, right? I put on music to just try to go numb to everything mm-hmm. because there is not a first world thing that exists that I hate more than traffic, <laughs> right? I. That's why I take the back roads in in the morning. I know it, oh. it, there most times it'll be a few minutes longer than taking the freeway, but I know I'm not going to get stuck and things won't change. It's. I, I know it's going to be 27, 28 minutes every day. See, mine's going to be double that, and there's only so many ways that I can take. Yeah. I, I've exhausted uh, <laughs> Joe, who recently moved out by me. Um, he's like, hey, what way do you take home? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's an hour, no matter how we slice yeah. it. It's just a matter of how many lights do you want to hit. Like, I find the way that, again, it has like the least amount of lights. Yep. That's, I'm like, give me the country roads, give me the freeways, give me the highways. And Let I me- still plug in the Google Maps every time to... You know, in case I need to navigate I, I, I still, some sort of crash. Or... I, I weighs it if I if I am leaving here later than like 15 to 20 minutes later than the show. Then it changes. Because yeah. it. who knows what happens as the traffic backs up. If an accident or somebody does something stupid. Right. 
Speaking of doing stupid things, people believing in the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Ouch. I'm mostly kidding. Boy. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the brakes off the San Francisco 49ers 31-7. to And yes, Brock Purdy was hurt very early in the game. And yes, their backup backup, their fourth-string quarterback, was also hurt. Uh, but you know how those guys got hurt, Jeff Rust? It was uh, the inability to stop a Philadelphia pass rush that might be one of the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah, they're pretty good. My goodness, I think they're they're. I know they were already on track for the third most sacks. They they, ever all, in a they already season. are. The eighty four and the eighty five Bears are one and two. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Those were really good all time defenses. Yes, all time, <laughs> all time. Uh, the Eagles only got home three times. Three sacks. Uh, but they they knocked the quarterback around and they pressured him uh, a ton uh, when you consider that those two quarterbacks, uh, Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson, combined for um, 17 attempts. So that's not a lot. If there's three sacks and seven quarterback hits 10, that's four, four, four dropbacks that you didn't get hit. Yeah, that's that's not great odds, Bob. No. So where I start with this is, if Brock Purdy is healthy, is this a better game? Yes. Yes, it is. Clearly. Yeah, undoubtedly. But is this a game that the 49ers win? No. I just... Yeah, it didn't decide it. It just made it more lopsided. Yeah, and, and 31-7 is not indicative of what that game what turned into. It, was. It, it turned into a sideways event where... The Eagles were basically saying, all right, let's go ahead and just get out of here. They ran the ball 44 times. And again, they're a team that leads the NFL now all-time in rushing touchdowns with 38. They broke, what was it, the 19, 1962 Packers and the 1926 Yellow Jackets, which I didn't know was actually an NFL team at any point in time. Did you know the Yellow Jackets were an NFL team? We're not talking Georgia Tech? No. Wow. Yeah, it's not the Ramblin' Wreck. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, but 38 rushing touchdowns as a team. That's um, yeah, that's a lot, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I want to give the 49ers credit to an extent here because their defense did make it very, very difficult on the Eagles and on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts did struggle to get a ton done, 15 to 25, buck 21. Uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions, only the one sack. Took care of the ball, kept the chains moving. Uh, I don't know how healthy he was or wasn't. Yeah, because he's hurting too. But he definitely looked like he was avoiding some contact at point in time, or at points in time. Uh, but the 49ers defensively, I thought they acquitted themselves as good as they could until it became very apparent that they were going to have to play from behind and all the Eagles were going to do was just run the ball. And at that point in time, there's only so much you can do as a defense in today's NFL to really be effective. Yeah. Well, and when you got, you know, you're already on your third string quarterback who has played tremendous for the last half of the season, and then mm-hmm. he gets hurt and you go down to fourth string, there's only so much that, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel can do. I was surprised we didn't get a Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel quarterback package. Well, see, I I saw some of this on, on the old Twitters yesterday, and it was by, I think it was Jeff Schwartz, mm-hmm. you know, former Oregon Duck great, of course. Uh, it's not like you can just, you got to have something like that ready in your package and in your game plan. And it's, it's tough to just no. go out and throw out, you know, a package and, and do a ton of that without having. No, going through it. both your quarterbacks who aren't your one or two, or even your two and three, but you're either three and four. Yeah. There's no. There's no saving that. Yeah, and his point was also that if you do go and prep for that a bunch throughout your practice week, then you're also taking focus away from what should be your bread and butter and what you do normally and do well. So it's, you know, it's a rock and a hard place. Yeah, and then didn't you throw on top of it that the 49ers could not get out of their own way? Uh, I saw I, I saw quite a few 49ers fans. This this is how I, the, the two games, and we'll talk about the officiating between the two games a little bit more, but this is how I saw it being discussed on, on social media this weekend. The 49ers game, 49ers-Eagles game, if you were a, if you were, had no rooting interest, if you were just a bystander in this game, you saw the 49ers just being stupid. 
Yeah. And I, I, the only people I saw really complaining about the flags against the 49ers or for the 49ers uh, were 49ers fans. Yeah. And which it, it happens. It's an NFC title game with a chance for the Super Bowl on the line. I, I imagine the frustration is piling up. And then you get to the next game, and if you had no rooting interest in it, you looked at that and you went, man, the Bengals got screwed. Not on the last call. Last call was, was right. He put two hands on the quarterback. But throughout that game, um, very, very difficult uh, disparity, I'll say, for the Bengals on the road in uh, no longer Burrowhead. Uh, but back to the, the 49ers-Eagles um, game. I think this is, we talked about this on Friday. And excuse me while I toot my own horn. This is the game that I said was going to be sideways. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, uh, between the two games, I was a coin toss on, on Bengals-Chiefs, and I said, I just like Burrow more, so I went with, with Bengals. But this game, I took the Eagles on Monday. Yeah. I, it, was, it was just that front and what they can do and how impactful they can be on both sides of the ball Yeah, was never more apparent. The Eagles are going to go into the Super Bowl as the favorite, and they should be. We may have undersold the Eagles this entire season. They may have just been the best team in football. Yeah, no argument here. Season long. It's just, as much as we talk about Mahomes, and as, as great as he is, and as much as we talk about the Bengals and Joe Burrow and the weapons that they have, both those teams have shoddy offensive lines. they do not nearly as dynamic on defense. And... You just look at the Eagles and you go, where's the hole? It, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And that's what I thought you saw in that game. And again, 49ers fans, you, you can be mad. You can you can be angry at me all you want. It's fine. You had a tremendous season. You, overcome, you overcame more obstacles than any team ever should. You had any right doing. Your starting quarterback, your young quarterback, gets hurt out of the gate. Yeah. Your pretty boy quarterback comes in to save you, and he gets hurt. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft comes in, and not only is he not a just a stopgap, but a solid quarterback. He gets hurt. For you to be where you ended up is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. However, <laughs> that does not change that the the San Francisco 49ers were nowhere close to competing with the Eagles. Well, and this texture says it. Niners fans don't want to admit it, but they would have lost by two scores no matter who played quarterback. Yes. And the, that's, only, and the only reason the Eagles didn't score 50-plus was the all-pro Niner defense. Yes, and that's, it, that is exactly my point. That defense is fantastic. And when we preview the, the Super Bowl matchup with the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs defense is not the 49ers defense. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, listen, they made some plays, um, but those two things do not match up. Uh, we will get into more into this game. Uh, we will dive into chiefs Bengals. Um, but uh, first, we have to get to a Sports Center update with Mr. Jeff Rust. And Jeff, did you see the breaking news that just came out? I didn't because I've been talking with you. I figured as much. Do you want me to do it? Do it. Uh, Damian Lillard has been named your Player of the Week for the NBA, along with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Very nice. So a little hey, golf clap for Damian Lillard. For the Blazers have been 500, but Dame has been averaging 40 and 8 for the past week. He's playing out of his mind. Yes. Again. Decent, decent, decent uh, run for Mr. Lillard. So with that, now Jeff Russ with the Sports Center update. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Kansas City Chiefs finally get one over on the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game, 23-20. Patrick Mahomes uses a personal personal foul, foul penalty. Oh, that's a easy word that I managed to screw up. Good Lord. <laughs> to get the Kansas City Chiefs within field goal range and essentially have a walk-off with three seconds to go, uh, a squib kick, and that is it. In a game that I think maybe more people expected more fireworks, uh, I think we got what we expected is that every single one of these games now, there's been four of them, they've come down to three points. Yeah. Well, I was figuring it would be a bit higher scoring than it turned out to be. I think most everybody thought the same. Yeah, you know, the the big plays were were few and far between. I believe the biggest play was the 30-yard or 35-yarder to chase. The, the insane catch. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think that is the only big play that we had that where I think that, was, that might have been the only 25 yarder. I don't think. No, Valdez Scantling had the 29 yarder and Higgins had the 27 yarder. But other than that, like there were not a ton of big plays, which is kind of interesting when you consider neither of these defenses are world beaters, and both these quarterbacks are. I think they're the best two quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, but the storyline, obviously, heading in was how healthy. Was or wasn't Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, and I don't know about you, what, 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 what. How did you think Mahomes looked physically? Well, I mean, I think that it, the score I think bore out what his physical limitations were, pretty much. Okay, I, I think I pushed back on that a little bit because I think you saw him make some throws that only he makes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, obviously the, the the touchdown throw was that. Uh, was that MVS that was sitting in the end zone? I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. The, yeah, yeah, that was that was Valdez Scantling who caught it sitting down. Yes, or, okay. Uh, an inch perfect throw that he stepped up in the pocket and threw an absolute dart. Uh, stuff that just kind of blows your mind. And then ultimately, what I found, I don't know. I don't want this to sound like sour grapes because yes, I did want Joe Burrow to win, but also I didn't have a dog in this fight other than a couple bucks on the Bengals. Right. But I felt like the only time you ever saw Patrick Mahomes limp was after he made a he had a failed play. <laughs> Did you notice that? The limp got exacerbated ever so slightly when he didn't complete a pass. Oh, my foot hurts. Oh man, that was the foot again. Throws an absolute laser, jumps up in the air, celebrate. I mean, the guy is a freak. I mean, yeah, and the things that he does on a football field are are unmatched, otherworldly. But I just. I saw that, and one of those things that just kind of jumped out at me a couple times where I was just like, huh, that's weird, three and out. He's limping a little bit more. Oh, that's weird. He drove the ball 15 (laughs) yards downfield, stepping up outside the pocket, and uh, now he's running up the line to snap the next next play. And it's, I don't know. It clearly was an issue. He was not nearly as mobile uh, until he needed to be into the very last play of the game. Um, We'll we'll get to that here in a minute, uh, how that play fundamentally changed maybe not everything but looking at how this game went the Chiefs get out early the Bengals come back late and it looked like with what two minutes and 43 seconds to go is when Joe got the ball uh, 
what was that, at the uh, 93-yard drive? They got it at the 7, I want to say. Something like that. I thought we were, we were going to witness it. I thought, that, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go again. And everybody's going to talk about the, the personal foul and that being the play. That wasn't the play for me. See, and I'm not listen, and I'm usually one of those guys that that I hate when 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 media heads and people say, "Oh, well, you know, it's not it's not ever just on one play. There's all these other plays in the game that matter too." Mm-hmm. Today, I'm that guy. I'm like, that wasn't the one that did it. It's a bonehead. Like, yeah. here's the thing: Butker's a and damn was, good kicker. Yeah. the The idea that he's not going to punch it from fifty. Well, it would have been it would have been what sixty with uh, before the because it went from sixty down to forty five. Correct. Well, I mean, there was still an opportunity for them to run another oh, play if they right. wanted. Like, gotcha. But, but yes, if they took it right, then yes, and that that's that's certainly more dicey. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when he hammered that thing, yeah. he hammered that. Yeah, that, was, that was good for another twenty yards. Yeah, like, no doubt. Uh, but for me, it was on the Bengals drive, and Burrow extends the play, rolls out to his left, and throws a three-quarter arm arm slot bullet. Mm-hmm. And the DB, I can't remember who it was, Twenty, I think it was 21, he gets a fingertip. He kind of stops, plants it. It's like a, it's like when I toss my dog something in midair, and he just flips and pivots in midair. And you're like, how did your spine do that without snapping? <laughs> right. That's what the, the Chiefs DB did. And he gets just a finger yeah. on the ball. And it's enough to take T. Higgins off. Yeah. I The... Back to the whole officiating thing, where I'm usually the guy that says, you know, take the. Anyway, the one that the bee in my bonnet was that third down where they got the do over. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll we'll get to that one because <sighs> that that is insane. I'm I'm still I racked my brain about it a million times. I still can't figure that one out. It's it's it, it, to me the fact that they had to go to the Zapruder film and find the one official. No, no, seriously, the there, was, there was somebody out. You know, screw, who kind of half ass. Let's get it Starting to run his way in. Yeah, the, the, they had to, they had to go find. No, seriously, we had some guy on the field of our eleven officials who did signal half ass that yeah. the play was blown dead. Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> I have seen a white hat. Run in and put yeah. his arms around a quarterback. Yeah, to mid mid play, screaming, yelling, and like you know, full yeah. on stranger danger whistle. Yeah. You keep going. You you yeah, exactly. You wave your arms. You do everything. You throw your hat in. Whatever. You make sure that you at least the not, other officials on your crew see yes. you doing it, so that they can stop the play. You do not let the play progress. No. Not I, only do they let the play progress, they let it go. Yes, all the way through to the point. That both the Chiefs and the Bengals have their special teams on the field. Yep. And the, the, the broadcasting crew, they had no idea. Nobody knows what's going on because why? They failed to execute. what At that point in time, you just go. Well, and this, this, this kind of starts a different discussion in terms of NFL officiating in the postseason. Oh, my. Is that they don't have crews that stick together in the postseason. They have, like, all-star mm-hmm. crews. Which, I mean, just stick with the crew. You, you have your crews throughout the season for a reason. Use your highest-rated crews, or not just the highest-rated officials, and piecemeal it together. Blend them together earlier. I just I don't I don't like the way I, that. I goes. get what you're saying for yeah. sure, but that uh, it's it, just use your highest-rated crews. They're they're. They're used to each other. They they know what to look for. They know their their patterns and and their and their and their uh, what they do. Right? It, it, I don't know. It, it just felt like a massive momentum killer. Yes, absolutely. Well, and the Bengals make a big play there. It literally changed the game. Yeah. It's just there. There were multiple spark points. I, I, I as I mentioned this earlier in the opening, I do believe that the Bengals did get screwed on the flex. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely do. Now, did it impact the game that much? Mm, I don't know. Uh, Dusty, he mentioned it on Twitter, uh, the the flag on, on Osai pushing Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He pushed Mahomes. He did. There's, there's no there's no qualms. There's there's no yeah. arguing that. He screwed up. I he, watched it. I wanted to try to find a way to, to, to bitch about that one, but I But the couldn't. flag was right. But yeah. what you could also say is that there were literally three cases of holding on the backside of the play. Yeah. And then again, I don't want this to sound like sour grapes and anything. But I do believe that the Bengals did get screwed regularly over the course of the game. 
I did not feel like that, that game was officiated that well. No. Well, not they, even, they lost not control of that kind. game yeah. from the jump, really. Yeah. Um, and they never they re- never really got it back. Uh, I think it jumped the shark really early on. And I think that, that if you want to talk about the impact that that had, not necessarily the penalties themselves, but the inconsistencies, I think that, that could be something that did mess with them a little bit. But you have to give the Chiefs credit where they where they deserve it. Um, they make the plays down the stretch. Uh, they get the, they get the stop, and that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Before that possession for the Chiefs, where they score, their opportunity was made by that deflection, because the Bengals are that ball's that ball and that catch. If you watch T Higgins, he has already got his toes, both toes dug into the turf, in the grass, in bounds. He's getting that throw and catch. Or keep was it third and seventeen? I think at that point in time, he's keeping the drive alive. And at bare minimum, you're getting out of the shadow of your own end zone. Yeah. And now, what's to say that if they don't go down and score, that they don't at bare minimum flip the field? So if you're if you're talking about a sliding doors opportunity, yeah. it's that play because they don't get out, they don't get a great punt. And that punt return. That's the other thing was we, nobody's talking about is that punt return that set them up mm-hmm. to allow that play in the first. Yeah. He, he took that for, what, 27 yards? Something like that. Like, it wasn't a huge return, but it was but enough. It, it's enough to where the eyebrows go up and, oh, man. Yeah. They don't need to go very far. Yeah. You've got two timeouts on, was it 43 seconds to go, something like that? Right around there. I mean, you, you got there in that opportunity. Again, all of the other stuff that happens, and this is why I always say when you're talking about, like, end-of-game plays, it's not the end of game play. It's the thing that set up the opportunity for the end game play. Yeah. It's the one guy who gets the pass deflection that leads to the interception. I was like, it's the interception. It's just, I'm like, no, it's stopping them on second down mm-hmm. and not allowing them to get to third and short, making yeah. it be instead of, you know, third and four, it's third and eight. And now the whole playbook isn't open. And now your pass rush knows, hey, if I don't get there, I need to get my hands up. I can get a deflection. I need to play in between the zones. Those are the things for me that won this game. Because everybody wants to talk about how great was Mahomes, how great was Mahomes. And he was 29 to 43, 326, two touchdowns, no picks. Tremendous. But it's not like Burrow was dog poo. No. Now, the two picks, you get the one that was tipped, whatever. Yeah. Did they come back to bite him? Did they come back to be this thing that, that ruined them? I'm sure they lost, but one thing the Bengals did, and we talked about this on Friday. They're playmakers. Yeah. Defensively, they were there all game long, and it wasn't like the Chiefs scored 13 in the first half. Yeah. Well, and only 23 all game. So you did what you needed to do in that in, in that opportunity, and you gave yourself a chance to win. So, um, if you would if you would have told me that, that that Kansas City only scored 23 going into the weekend, if they only scored 23, I would have told you they probably would have lost. Right. If I told you 23 was the number for either team, you'd be like, Ooh, yeah. you sure? Right. Probably feels like maybe ten points more. I mean, because yeah, thirty-three. Like, well, listen, both these teams were used to them scoring. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's kind of funny that in the championship weekend we did not get that from either team. Yeah, from any, from any team, including Forty ers Sorry, Forty ers fans, you guys are kind of catching strays today. I I, I like your team, I, I do, and I, I kind of feel sorry for you, but also I don't because this is what you do. This has been like what five, six years of this. Yeah. It, whether it's it's just you, just you you were you were catching the Buffalo Bills luck, <laughs> but it's not like you didn't have great luck for thirty years. So I don't know. Deal with yeah, it, man. Well, yeah, nobody's really <laughs> feeling that bad for the 49ers. Come on now. As a Raiders fan, it's just hard for me to feel bad for anybody. Yeah. Well, as a Portland Trailblazers fan, uh, it's hard for me to feel bad for that anybody. Was, that was very true. <laughs> um, but there is going to be a lot more to take from this game, um, particularly the Joseph Asai uh, play, the penalty. How that went down and the support that he's giving from his teammates. We uh, we have audio from uh, from the locker room following the game, uh, as well as um, you know Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, there's a lot more to get to, uh, but first we got to uh, I don't know go to a break. So there you go. This is uh, Danny on Danny and Dusty. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
Kenny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. We're following championship weekend here on uh, Danny and Dusty without Dusty. Uh, it's a Danny and Rusty special edition. And uh, it wouldn't be uh, me solo hosting a show without derailing it with John Basketball. As I'm sitting here right now, they're showing a sequence of memorable technical fouls following this weekend right now. And they are doing a special segment on none other than your only truly beloved technical foul maestro, Rasheed Wallace. Ball don't lie. <laughs> They have now progressed into Dennis Rodman. Now you know we're reaching apex, apex technical foul territory. Yeah. Sheed is the king. Rodman got his money's worth. There is nobody who did more. Dennis Rodman, wants, they're actually showing it right now, set crisscross applesauce in protest in the middle of the paint, took off his jersey, gave it to a kid with a smile on his face, and then hugged a fan before leaving the arena. Boy, I forgot about Dallas Maverick Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah, baby. Man. <laughs> There was, uh, those were, uh, you know what I was watching the other day? Uh, Larry Johnson, Grandmama. Yeah. Uh, it was Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte Hornets versus the Phoenix Suns. And Larry absolutely bammed on Charles Barkley. <laughs> and for the young guys that are out there that don't realize, Larry Johnson was 6'6", about 260. Well, just, yeah, you didn't want to mess with 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 Grandma Just an absolute physical monster. Yeah, it was obscene stuff. But the best part about it is, he is in Barkley's face and talking so much junk. And you know what didn't happen? Zero technical fouls. <laughs> he barked at Barkley. Barkley barked back. They said their piece. They talked their ish. And lo and behold, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. It was fantastic. It definitely made me, like, I was so close to walking out of my front porch, building a deck, grabbing a rocking chair, and grabbing my newspaper and saying, get off my lawn. It was that close because it was just so good to show that you could actually have that bit of basketball and not have technical fouls. Uh, coming out of this weekend, obviously the Portland Trailblazers lost to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, had a terrible, terrible start. We'll talk more about that. Yes, they did. Uh, but we do have the uh, upcoming NBA trade, de- trade deadline. And uh, more importantly, LeBron James was fouled going to the rim, and that is what cost the Los Angeles Lakers a game against the Celtics. This is the undoing of the world. I mean, to be fair, uh, he was fouled, and it should have been called. Fouled, but did you see the reaction? Yeah, it was a bit over the top. Did you see the R&B remix? No. <laughs> Somebody did a uh, like a, a raindrop constant <laughs> background and threw like um, got some like mid '90s R&B song over yeah. the top of it because it looks like he's getting down like uh, uh, Usher <laughs> in the late '90s. And what was the, what music video was that for? Where he's, oh, he you're did, asking the wrong cat. He, he rips off the shirt with the wife beater, and he's on his knees uh, in the rain. It's, <laughs> but lo, like the the level that LeBron took this to, he, it was, yeah, it's it, it, it was Exhibit A of why so many people oh, can't stand LeBron God. James. And he's in the, the the best part about this was, um, he came out and said that uh, it doesn't happen to anybody else but us. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, the oft-persecuted Los Angeles Los Lakers. Angeles Lakers. <laughs> they just can't catch a break, can they? <laughs> Sweet, fancy Moses. Imagine, imagine the balls. <laughs> you know what he has? It was the the Clemson player who had the enlarged testicles. That's how big yeah. LeBron's balls are to be able to get out there and say that with a straight face. Uh, it's like Georgia post game after the after winning the championship. Nobody thought we'd get here. Everybody was counting us. Who the hell was counting you out? Somebody was like the, one of their players said like the, somebody said we were going to go like 8 and 3 or something like no, that. No, he said like, 7 and 5. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like nobody said that. Nobody said that. Not no. like not even the biggest Alabama fans yeah. and they're looking at Georgia going, "No, oh, no, it was a 7 and 5 team." <laughs> Yeah. I love manufactured chips on shoulders. <laughs> I love chips. I like chips. I listen. I, chips, whether they're the ones you put on your shoulders or the ones you put in your bellies. Yeah, sour cream and onion. Oh, dude! I, I uh, <laughs> the wife and I uh, made a quick little trip to New Seasons. They had I, I got I got two bags. I brought one. In, I got one for you guys. Oh, they had the uh, the rare and often sought after Juanita's sweet uh, chili peño. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, the sweet chili. And then I got the other one was the chili peño. I get. I always mix the two names together like an idiot. Yeah. Well. 
It happens. It's not the first time somebody's going to call you an idiot today. No, are you kidding me? There's, there's still two more hours of this. Are you kidding me? Uh, speaking of two more hours, coming up the next hour, uh, we will talk Blazers basketball. We will talk NBA trade deadline. We will circle back to the end of uh, the Bengals-Chiefs game. We'll triage a little bit more 49ers-Eagles and look and, and look at the Eagles as or discuss if the Eagles are truly just the best team in the NFL uh, and should be uh, heavily favored heading into the Super Bowl. Uh, as well as the San Diego Chargers got themselves a new offensive coordinator. What does that mean for Justin Herbert and the gang going forward? This is Danny here on Danny and Dusty. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.